why? St- we're still here. We're still fucking so here. the floor making them a fucking sandwich and what and we make more money than them too it was a prank Shouldn't be freaky Sunday on Lord's Day, so yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Miko, what's you up, boo boo? You didn't do it any day. How you doing? You said, what? Do, do it any day. Ew. Uh, what you you said, do it any day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what you'll be doing. All right. Crystal, uh. Happy Sunday, guys. Yeah, it's, it's Crystal in the house. Mm-hmm. Do not even yeah, time. No, no, we're gonna come to Crystal. We're gonna come to Crystal right now because Crystal. <laughs> the reason why we late, y'all, is because of Crystal. That, that's Do the not reason. time me. I was here early. I was here early. Nobody was in the room. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for my test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody said nothing. Mm-hmm. You was waiting on your test. What? What you testing for? <laughs> yeah, test results. <laughs> my audio test. My audio test. Oh, test oh, one two three. Oh, that's what I was waiting oh, for. Oh, that's what that's what you waiting on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, man, man, got my boy Rob. Now Rob said he couldn't be there, be there today, but now he here, man. Being Mister Hell of a uh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I had to be here for that special someone. Nigga, why are you so deep? Oh, <laughs> 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 nigga came on here with the deep voice, Mister Albie Shaw. <laughs> We're gonna hey, you can't talk. You look like you in the sunken place, all that back, that dark background over there. What? Hmm. I'm like in, in my spare room. room because my house is a mess right now. Crystal look like that white girl, that white girl that's about to get killed. Trip and fall, trip and fall, trip and fall. <laughs> keep your feet, keep your feet. Keep your feet. All right, yo, man. Y'all. <laughs> Trent, man, don't nobody know where he is. So, hey, <laughs> y'all see him. What's up? It's rock bottom. It's rock bottom. You know, it does all our beats and everything like that. Hey, but nah, for real, Trent is uh, down in Florida, I think. I think he's down in Florida. I hope he's safe. Great place to yeah, be. Yeah, the, ne- the Negro was swinging on swing sets yesterday. Ah. I wish I would have recorded all that. All the way so to Florida to swing on a swing set. Swing on a swing set. Yeah, I did. I, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, swinging on swing sets. <laughs> hey, Ron. 
30-something years old swinging the swing sets. Doc Ron. Yeah, what's up, man? Can I give a can I give a special shout out before we get started? Go ahead, man. Dude, y'all, y'all man, look, y'all, this is y'all show too, man. If y'all got shout outs, give out y'all shout outs. Man, I, I I know, but I just I just want to give a special shout out to you know, hold on. I just I just want to give a special shout out to somebody that I think is is really, really important. And that um, you know, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna go too far, you know. You alright over there, Miko? I haven't even said anything. I I didn't even say it. Never mind. You know what? I'm, I'm, never mind. Go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I interrupted the show. I'm sorry, Dad. I got nothing to say. Me and Crystal looking like, uh, what happened? Miko, you yeah, care to share? Care to share about the tiny ass car? Hey, that's him. He thinks Range Rovers Range Rovers are small. So, don't somebody yeah. I know got a Range Rover that we all know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> All right, yo, man, look, man, appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Make sure y'all hit that like and share button. Share it to your friends on Facebook Live every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you share it with your friends. Tell them to come in, join in. I'm telling y'all this is the happening thing before football kicks off at 1 o'clock p.m. So make sure y'all tell y'all friends to come in and watch. Kick back with us. You know, pour up a drink. Get your little smoke on your hookah, whatever you smoke. I don't know what y'all smoke. I don't smoke that stuff, that ganja, whatever y'all smoke. I don't smoke that shit. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> you know, hookah, tobacco, whatever, you know, do what you do. But anyway, man, Trent can't be here, like I said, so we're going to go to Crystal, even though Trent is the intro for the round home. We just need to bring my intro back. <laughs> anyway, speaking of football, um, Rihanna is going to perform the halftime show for this coming up Super Bowl, February 2023. And I don't know how many of y'all are excited about this, but I am mm-hmm. super, super excited. I'll be, I'll be even more excited if I'm there in person. Mm. I love oh. me some Rihanna. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> she's like one of my girl crushes. But yeah, Uh-oh. she's gonna be performing Miss Savage X Fenty. I hope she comes out with some new music by then. But even if she doesn't, I'm still excited. Yeah, I'm here for that. Uh-oh. I'm so here for Rihanna performing. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm here for Rihanna Let's go, <laughs> Miko. You kind of fa- Miko. You know what? You kind of favor Rihanna a little bit. Both of y'all light brights. No, y'all light skinned. Like y'all light skinned did it. Did just call you a light bright? <laughs> I mean, I'm brown. I'm brown. Hey, boo boo, boo boo, boo boo. You light skinned did it. I'm brown skinned, but nevertheless, you I and Rob the same color, nigga. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Rob is lighter than me. You lighter than me. Yo, that was all, that, that was sounded, a reflex right there. Hey, bro, that sounded like some. That, sound, that sounded like you was about to lead us into some old Negro spiritual. I'm no real talk. They say light skinned people become like ashy sugar cookies when the you know in November. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens in November, Ron. Oh, man. man, that's good though, Rihanna. You know, Rihanna's Rihanna's in the house. Hopefully, my Green Bay Packers be there. 
<sighs> Shit. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. If anybody got hooked up on tickets, let me know because I'm trying to see that in person too. I'm trying to yeah, see Yeah, the Packers her. won't be there. Let me hold on, hold on, bro, hold on, bro, hold on. I know you. As much, know of, you, a, I, as I much of a fan as I am, as much as a fan of uh, that I am of uh, certain players that play for the Packers. You can say his name. He's a, he's a regular on the show, bro. You can say the name, bro. No. Yeah, he's a fan of Adrian because Amos. Because then I will, uh, I will jinx my team. He's a fan there's of certain, Adrian there's certain, uh, there's certain There's certain spiritual, you know, Things that I don't want to jinxes that I don't want to introduce into the universe when I speak. Uh, y'all, y'all play. Y'all, speak y'all, 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 y'all actually playing pretty good though. I, I'll get that to you. So I, I, I'll get that yeah, to you. The Eagles are playing pretty good. Who the Commanders? No, Let's absolutely commanders. not. No, absolutely no. Girl, today we're about to kill y'all today. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, Miko, you're, you're a Dallas fan compared to ours. Oh my god, Miko's a Commander. Are you a Dallas fan? She is. I'm not. I'm a Commanders fan. Oh, uh, okay. Who's a Dallas fan? Yeah. Crystal. Oh, really? Yeah. I hope. I hope that. I hope that Ian comes back. Comes. I hope that Hurricane Ian comes back. Hits the hits the East Coast and lands on your house. Really? That is some messed up shit. This Damn, time. dog. That's fucked well, up. That's messed up. That well, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I meant it to be that way because like that's that. how that's how I feel about Dallas Cowboys and their fans. Where house at? House yeah. need to be in here. He probably in Dallas right now though. I forgot he in Dallas right now. Not. Yeah, he's a. Yeah, he's still in Dallas. All right. All right, Crystal. That was a good topic. For that's me. a shame. We know where house is, and he ain't even a regular on the show. But we don't even know where one of our co's are. <laughs> Is. <laughs> Trent. Do you ever know where Trent is? I told you That's where he was. Swinging on big ass swing sets in Florida. You swinging on something that's big in Florida, but it might not be a swing oh, set. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Hopefully he's not out in this weather. Well, I guess the weather's pretty calm today, but we had Hurricane Ian hit us um, over this weekend and. Um, 67 is a death toll so far, um, and they're still searching rescue people out there looking for survivors. Um, it was a Category 4 when it hit um, Florida. It mostly hit Fort Myer area and Naples, but the devastation went as far as Orlando. And um, even up the East Coast, there was a couple of deaths in North Carolina, so... Unfortunate situation. Do y'all think this hurricane season is going to be bad, or you think it's just going to be uh, like a normal hurricane season, like we've seen in the past? We said this one is the, was the most expensive, actually, storm that hit Florida so far. Really? Mm-hmm. This hurricane season. This uh, Ian was the most expensive. That's what they said. It's caused the most damage so far. In the history of hurricanes, I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but I almost got killed in hurricane. Uh, hurricane was a hurricane Hugo or a hurricane Gloria. Now, now it was one of the two. Damn, that in North Carolina. No, I um I was a police officer in Philadelphia, and I me and um me and my partner, his name was uh, William Sminky. Uh, there was a man that was trapped in a van that was being washed away by floodwaters, and um mm. we saw the van trapped, like kind of wedged underneath the bridge, and uh, was submerged. And so the firefighters wouldn't go in the water to go get them because it was an instant death sentence. Mm. So, um, you know, me and me and Bill, we looked at our sergeant, uh, you know, and told him, said, hey, we can go and get them. 
Mm. And, um, you know, we were both like world-class swimmers and we were partners. You could swim. And, uh, you yeah, I was trained by the scuba team. Damn, bro. That's, that's good yeah. stuff, man. You and know, so a lot of we took swim. our gun belts off and stuff and jumped in the water and, um, we damn near got killed. And he was the only person that we lost in that, uh, in that hurricane, mm. but, uh, was the person that we were trying to save, but we barely got out with our lives. Actually, we, we actually got medals because of that. So I know what it's like to be washed away in floodwaters. Trust me. I got you know a newspaper. You know what, you're, the, you're, the, you're the modern day Bruce Wayne. Because every time I turn around, you have, you have thrown yourself into the, 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 the danger zone, right? And you always make it out. You always make it out. You are our Superman, our Clark Kent, our Bruce Wayne. All, all, man, all, all, above, all jokes aside. <laughs> Nah, all jokes aside, though, there's only two reasons why I survived. All jokes aside, and thank you for. I mean, if if you're being sincere, I appreciate I am being it. sincere. But um, we've, we've had conversations, uh, bro. Yeah, but I, I will tell you, there's only two reasons why I made it out of that alive. Number one was because of God's grace, and the second one is because of my military training. If it wasn't because of the army, if I hadn't graduated from basic training and learned the things that I learned on the obstacle course, I would have never made it out of there. Because it was literally a, a modern day live action moving obstacle course that I had to negotiate in the water in order to survive that. Nicole Williams so. said, You a hardcore man. <laughs> nah, you tell Nicole. No, I'm right. That's a tiny yeah, that's, that's Hi, Nicole. How do you know her name? It just says Facebook. Because I can see it. I can see it on, on Facebook. Because oh, I don't know why it's saying yeah, Facebook. Yeah. User. Maybe she's, I don't know. I don't know. It always, I don't know. Maybe she needs to upgrade her subscription to the uh, to the Range Rover Times. Ooh, a tiny ass car. Yeah, I'm taken. Rob and taken. You would be you. I would be like lucky to be like calling you daddy and taken. Like that's oh, just, uh, Lord, you know what I mean? Stop. What the movie? The movie Taken. Oh. What? Oh, you said call him daddy. <laughs> now, hold on, now. Miko, you've gone a little bit too far. Well, that you gonna call him daddy? <laughs> Not me. Like to be able to have a daughter to call him dad. Oh, you know? okay. Like, uh, you gotta clarify that point sometimes. You know. Goodness gracious, y'all know I be talking fast. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, so hey, real talk, man. Let's take a moment of silence. I'm so Let's... lost. Can we need to rewind that segment? <laughs> this might be the best show I think I've ever done with you guys. <laughs> and by far the weirdest. Real talk, man. Let's take a moment of silence. Miko, Miko, you, we're going to have a conversation after this. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> Hey, look, real talk. Let's take a moment of silence for the the victims and the families, and uh, for uh, this hurricane Ian and everything like that. All right, prayers go out to the families and the victims of Hurricane Ian. Hopefully, y'all can uh, definitely uh, recoup and get back on track. And 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 Trent, I know he's down there in Florida with his peoples, and I hope they're good. So, what else we got, Chris? Absolutely. Crystal, what else we got, Crystal? Yeah. So this next topic, um, I don't know if y'all seen. Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we can Hello? hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> Ooh, Lord okay. Jesus. <laughs> um, so this next topic is, <laughs> is um, oh, I don't know shit. if y'all seen the movement on social media. Hello? 
Are y'all yeah, there? I just <laughs> talk, man. Just talk, Crystal, for Christ. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, I didn't know y'all are all quiet. Like, okay. Anyway, I don't know if y'all seen this uh, movement on social media with the women cutting their hair and uh, burning their hijabs, but apparently um, in Iran, there was a 22-year-old uh, woman named Masha Amini who died uh, while she was in the custody of morality police. And I don't know if y'all know what morality police are, but in um, some Muslim countries, and I don't know if there's other countries, they have uh, a police force that pretty much goes around enforcing uh, religious law and um basically dress code, things like that. And so apparently she wasn't wearing a job. So they took her into custody and she did not come out alive. And they didn't let her family see her body um, until like after, sometime after. And then she had bruises all over her. So right now there's a big movement of uh, protests in Iran and, and all over right now of women uh, pretty much saying we're not going to tolerate this anymore. So I don't know what you what you think of, about this. I mean, it's about time. It's super unfortunate. I mean, it's gotten to the level that my teenage daughter, she um, was looking at TikToks and she came and brought it to me and was like, mom, look, look at what's going on. And it's like they're silencing um, their voices over there. So the only way that the story is amplified is by us um, reposting and discussing it like we are right now. So I think this is a fantastic topic. It's so unfortunate. Um, I mean, unfortunate is just a slight word. I don't even know the word to use for it. It's, it's heinous, honestly, of what they're doing over there to women just because yeah. you know, they don't look or act the way that the man thinks that they should act. So I don't I don't think that anything is going to come of this. Um, it's an unfortunate event. Of course it is. Um, it's terrible. But, you know, Iran has has a history of just basically their government has a history of just doing fucked up things. Mm-hmm. And it's just another thing in a long line of effed up things that Iran's government has done. And I don't think, and they've had plenty of movements prior to this one. Um, you know, and I just don't think that anything is going to come of this one either. Um, you know, unless they're really ready to grab weapons and, and overthrow the government or something like that, which, you know, Khomeini and them guys have been in control of since the early, you know, the late seventies, early eighties, it's not going to happen. So yeah, it's just a movement, but after a while this will die down too. So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I agree with you guys 100% that it's, it's screwed up, you know, what happened over there, but I'm just being a realist and just looking at it realistically. That's all. Yeah. I understand well, I think I think little things are happening. I mean, now in Saudi Arabia, um, I don't know if y'all remember, but they had um, women that were allowed to drive now, and I don't know if that's still the case, but I know that they they were driving over there. Um, mm-hmm. I so remember, I think little by little, little by little, women are standing up and saying, "No more. We're not going to be oppressed," you know, and. Um, we want our our rights. We want equality too. So well, I, don't I think know. that in Saudi Arabia might be a little bit different. There's a there's a vast difference between the Persians and the Arabs, and so the Iranians yeah. are Persians and the Arabs are well Arabs are they they not that they are but 
are they are they they are Saudi Arabian or Saudi Arabians or Arabs, should I say? Um, I remember that women had to ride in the back seat and that they weren't allowed to drive. But I also think that with the um, with the sheikh that's over there, not, not the sheikh, the um, what's what's the president or the the Saudi prince, the crown prince. Um, he's so ruthless and he is such a bastard that if women are driving or if they were driving over there, it's because he allowed it. So I think that with the movement over there, they, you know, women stood up they or they made their voices heard and the crown prince was like, okay, cool. I don't have a problem with it. We have to kind of, you know, make some capitulations or something, you know? And so I can see that kind of happening as like the crown prince, you know, um, allowing women to drive. But as far as like over in Iran is over toppling the government and, and womenness and women that that's just, I just, Iran's just got a screwed up government. The, 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 the solids are just, they're a screwed up family. They have more money than, than Jesus and they just don't know what to do with themselves. You know? So they just, they just do some real anus shit like murder, murder reporters. And, uh, you know, basically yeah. fist bump the president. So. That's true. All right. Y'all give it up for crystals. Um, Delayed and interrupted around home. It was painful. It was painful. It was. It really was. I didn't want to say it. It was painful. We got through it though. Why? By the grace of God. By the grace of God. The grace of God. Connection seems to be going in and out. Sound like you got uh, internet issues. Hey yo. We got a confession letter coming up, man. Miko's gonna read that joint, man. Uh, it's it's kind of deep, kind of heavy. So be right back. So this letter is BFFs again or slapping her on site. All right. Hey, CBU, I will make this short and sweet. Three years ago, my best friend from high school and I got into it. We're both 40 years old and we both have kids. I had mine in college and she had hers later. Hence why mine is about to graduate high school and hers is just going into middle school. Anyways, it was my daughter's 15th birthday and she wanted me to go to a double date with her. I told her, no, it's my daughter's birthday. You know what she said to me? And I quote, the daughter's birthday is minuscule. I said, what? She said, yeah, it's minuscule. In comparison to what I'm trying to do, I need a man. And I don't have time for a kid's birthday party. So it is what it is. I told that bitch to lose my number. The nerve of her. So now she's falling upon hard times, kicked out the house, and I've heard through some mutual friends that she wants to be my friend again. While she was like a sister to me, I don't have it inside of me to forgive her. Am I being too much, or am I valid in my feelings? What y'all think? I think... Yeah, that's tough. I mean... I, if they are, you know, really friends, like she said they are, and they have a long history, I mean, sometimes people say things in the heat of the moment they don't really mean. But then again, that's like, I don't know. That's your kid. She should understand. Your kid definitely comes before any friend. I mean, especially uh, your kid's birthday. I mean, that's kind of 
Like, you can't miss your kid's birthday and choose your friend. I mean, how fucked up is that? So, yeah, I think Listen, if, if they're both, you know, mature enough, they need to sit down and have a heart to heart about it. If I if I had a dollar for every time one of my friends said something screwed up to me, I'd be a multi-billionaire. Hint, hint, Ron. Um, <laughs> you know, I just you, you can't let if you guys go back as far as you say you do. You know, and you and she's like a sister, like you say she is or she was. Just build a bridge and get over that shit. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have any impact on your daughter. Yeah, she said something screwed up, but I mean, me and my brother, me and my blood brother, we get into it all the time. We stop speaking to each other for a while, but then after a while, we remember that. You know, besides my mom, the only ones that we really have here are just each other. So you know it doesn't matter what kind of times she's fallen on and all that stuff. You just remember your relationship with her. And if she's somebody that you could count on or have counted on in the past and you, you value those type of relationships, the older you get and you're in your forties now. Um, so you need to value those relationships because friends are not easy. Real friends are not easy to come by. Um, then yeah, you need to build a bridge. Uh, over. Yo, minuscule, like the definition of minuscule is tiny and small and like, it's kind of like unimportant. Like you're literally telling me my child is unimportant and you just want to go out there and hold with a man. Like what? And now we're not speaking. And now because you need me, like this is the only time you're reaching out to me because you need something that I don't know. I don't know. I, I just feel like that's fake. No matter yeah. what the years are, that's fake to me. Well, I mean, I, mean, you I gotta, guess you got to stop. Stop and think about it like this. If I said yes every single time that Nicole asked me to marry her, then I wouldn't be able to show with you guys. You know what I mean? So, I mean, sometimes you just have to forgive people and say, listen, I'm sorry. You know, we can remain friends, but that's as far as it's going to go. Hey, when when has Nicole asked you to marry her, bro? I'm sorry. What'd you say? When has Nicole asked you to marry her, bro? You got to speak a little louder. I can't hear you. You heard me. What'd you say? I said, how many times and when? Did Nicole ask you to marry her? I can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Anyway, back to the topic. I think... <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I think it depends on, you know, the history. Like, she's not really telling us, okay, is this a pattern? Like, has she always been like, you know, forget what you got going on in your life? You know, it's all about me. If it's a pattern, then I could see her cutting the friendship off for good. And if it's a pattern of her only reaching out to her when she needs something, then, yeah, definitely you don't need to re uh, reignite that friendship. But if it's sure, not I got a family pattern, members that do that. Yeah. I got family a- members that the only time I ever hear from is when they want something. I mean, you know, ain't that, it's ain't no that different than... Ain't that the truth? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I have that too. I have that yeah. too. So but, I mean, if, if she's really family, like you say she is, family you do? is different. You know, I mean, you're How? always gonna. I mean, some people yeah, cut off their family so. too, but family is kind of like, what can you do? That's your family, you know. Shit, I can do to them the same shit that I do to somebody I don't know. Mm. Mm. Real rap. Just because you related to me, don't mean you entitled to shit. Well, that don't mean you have to help them, but that, I, I mean, that doesn't mean you cut your family off either, you know? Shit. Well, okay. I got family members that would probably agree with you, but I disagree with you. I got plenty of family members I don't talk to and haven't talked to in years and never will again. 
Well, for me, life is short. I don't cut off my family. I just yeah, you know, my life is short, it. which is the reason why I did cut my family members off because I want to live my life in relative peace. And the one thing I don't need is just because we're related to each other, you think you're entitled to something from me at all times. Mm. No, I got friends that treat me better than you do, and we're not even blood related to each other. Hey, true, true, true. That's true. true. I mean, you are, you, hey, you are an adult. Prime example. When Rob. you're little, you're when you're little, your 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 moms and your aunts and your cousins and uncles and stuff like that, they force you to play with cousins that you may not right. like or yeah. you know, but when you get older, you can pick and choose who it is that you want to be around and who you want to associate with. Mm. Right. I make uh, yeah, no, nah, I chart or, or, or generational stuff. issues between family members have mm-hmm. a, have an impact on you as you come up. Because they tell you not to mess mm-hmm. with this person, or this person they too grimy, they too dirty. You know this, this, and that, da da da. And you grow up with a with a mindset of how this person is, right? And then you finally hang out with that person, right? Let's say you finally hang out with that person, and then next thing you know, that person becomes your closest family member because you start to see them for who they really are, rather than what your other family members said about this told. person. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, man, told. yeah, man. Hey, hey man. Yo, hey, I got I had plenty of plenty of situations like that where, you know, my my mother and, you know, I got a relative or one of her brothers or sisters got into an argument and then my cousin would look at me like, you know, we've got to get involved. Wait a second. Them two are related to each other. They are blood directly across the board, whether that's my mother's brother or my mother's my brother's sister. I'm out of that. I'm a kid when it comes to that type of stuff. Mom wants to deal with mom, you know, mom issues that she didn't ask me for my opinion. You know what I mean? I'm staying out of that. But if I get into a, an argument with my brother and my sister and then one of their kids want to get involved, wait a second. This is between me and my sister and me and my right. brother. This ain't got nothing to do with you. Go somewhere and sit down. I don't care if you're 20, 30 years old. You're still my nephew or my niece. Or, or, you, deal, or, or you deal with family members that still treat you like a child. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I'm 30 something years old, right? Well, kinda, right oh, yeah. Little little Ron. <laughs> I never forget the first time you heard my mom say that to me, bro. You was like, little Ron. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, you mean this Ninja Turtle looking dude over here? You call him little Ron? I looked, I, yo, I looked at your mom. I was like, yo, I'm going over here and sit down and eat my little slice of pizza and be quiet. <laughs> All right, Joe, man, give it up for uh, Miko's confession letter. Very deep, very deep. Hey, if you want to continue to hold in them streets and forget about the family, hey, by all means, do what you got to do, sister. Get your man or two or three. <laughs> hey, coming out of commercial break, man, we're going to talk about this uh, uh, Dahmer Netflix series. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. I'm letting y'all know right now. We're going to talk about it. So if you haven't seen it, oh, yeah. oh well. We'll be right back. Have you been searching for a high-quality, high-functional, and in-style activewear brand? Well, look no further and head over to www.recoveryathletics.com. There you can shop both men's and women's active lifestyle wear, including sports bras, leggings, training tights, and tees. Support a fast-growing, black, female-owned brand whose mission is to simply inspire others to maintain a healthy state of mind, body, and spirit by living a balanced and active lifestyle. Even better, RA is now offering 35% off to CBU listeners. All you have to do is use code RA35 at checkout, and you will receive 35% off your next order. Shop now! 
All right, man. R A three five thirty five percent off at checkout. Make sure y'all go, man. Look, man, it's workout season, baby. Get that summer body right. You know what I'm saying? Especially you, my sister, that wrote that confession letter. I know you're trying to choose a man and everything like that over your family. You might want to get in the gym, do some squats, go to recovery athletics, and get some gear. All right, all right. So, so look, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, y'all know Jeffrey Dahmer from the. 80s and 90s uh infamous for uh his uh killing spree of um uh homosexual men uh and uh netflix has released a series uh that has come out and uh it's been some backlash and praise and all kind of stuff that's come about it uh some stuff from the victims families have come out uh most recently and uh you know it's it's it's, it's daunting i guess you could say uh the series is have put some people in a state of mind where they just can't watch it. So, for those who've watched it on the show, uh, let's talk about that. What y'all got? I, I watched it. I watched every single episode last week. I, like, binge-watched the entire thing. Let me tell you something. I am absolutely fascinated. Like, Netflix really, when it comes to the quality of the series, um, from episode to episode, the information that was contained therein from what I remember of the case. And then also what I decided to Google while I was watching the series, the way that they shot it, the cinematography, it was just Netflix is the shit. I mean, this is just easily one of my top five best series period that I've ever watched. And while I'm not, I don't like serial killers. You know, I used to be a police officer, so I used to hunt motherfuckers like this guy. But um, yeah, at the same time, it's just fascinating to try to get into and the actor portrayal and the the, the, the storylines and the way that they jump back and forth through time. And it, it was just phenomenal. It was it was ex, ex, the actor was was creepy as shit. You know, it was just really, really it was riveting. It was really, really good. man. I really enjoyed it. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I um, I, I was freaked out by it. I don't like those glasses on his face. I threw every pair that I had like that away. Like, why do I have serial killer glasses? It was because <laughs> you're an undercover serial killer. <laughs> uh, maybe, but to be honest, I feel like the '90s. Like, you know, I was in high school, so clearly I heard about it when it was going on. Um, and that's creepy as shit. I I, I don't really. Think I need to rewatch that because I was aware of it when it was occurring. You know, we're having connection issues. Okay. Is, right, keep talking. Me? That was a that was a message to the fans. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. I'm not the new Crystal right now. Sorry. Hey, boo. but um, yeah, I I I really was not a fan of it. Um, I think I did. I turned it on and I asked my mom, "Did you look at it?" She said, I got through a half an episode, and so I knew. I was like, I can't watch it. I don't know what the gore is. Um, like, Rob, is it is it super gory? I mean, you know, yes. they show everything in the, in a cinematic way. Yeah, I mean, there's things like um, – there's like there's certain things like you you learned about each one of – like not each one of his victims because they didn't go into each one, but there was certain ones that they did highlight – um, of his victims, like one of his victims was completely deaf, um, one of, you know, and a bodybuilder. And you, so you got to know the victim, you got to know the victim's family, you got to develop a relationship with the victim prior to the victim even meeting Jeffrey Dahmer. 
And then what happened once he met Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff and what Dahmer did to him, like you really feel that shit. And so, you know, it's just like I said, you know, and then I was looking at it from uh, when the 14 year old boy escaped, like he drugged a 14 year old boy, a 14 year old boy managed to come to an escape. And he, he, because he was so groggy, he could only make it to the front steps of the apartment complex where Dahmer's next door neighbor who hated him, a woman named Glenda, um, who's all throughout, throughout the series, uh, she called the police. The police, two white police officers show up and, you know, Dahmer comes out and, you know, says, well, this is my 19 year old boyfriend and we're gay. And, you know, and the cops actually literally walked this kid back to Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment where Dahmer closed the door and killed this kid. Mm. And the police officers got they got suspended and then they got brought back. But then they got brought back on the job and were given medals of heroism. Mm. Like, that's just fucked up. Like, well, you know, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that were uh, inaccurate about that. Uh, the series, uh, Glenda, uh, she didn't live next door to him. She actually lived in a building uh, across the street or next to their to his building. Um, but. but like you said, that that one that one episode uh, with the uh, I think his name is uh, Tony, right? The death one? No, um, I can't remember. Yeah, name was Tony. You're right. Yeah, uh, that was a deep, mm-hmm. deep, deep episode because I had to check my speakers at one point. <laughs> I was looking at. I was like, "Yo, I don't hear shit," right? And the way they, the way the director, who was a black yeah, guy, the way they did that, they they put it in the mind. They put you in that person's. State of mind, pretty much. They put it. They they made you seem like you were him, and that was deep. And I will tell you that the the casting that they had for this series was on point. The reenactments uh, from the victim testimonies that was on point. Uh, everything was just very very detailed to the T. Now Elijah Jermaine Bowser put in the comments. He said, "Why are we still talking about this guy? You know, why are we still com- uh, uh, creating series about this?" That's a good question. You know, it seems like. And it, it kind of goes to my point now. You got a lot of these millennials out here now, right, who are glorifying Jeffrey Dahmer. And people saying they felt sorry for him. They 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 didn't understand why people didn't uh, heed the signs that he was showing as far as psychological issues and all the mental issues and everything like that. And I'm like, I get your point. But at the same time, this man had opportunities where he could have gotten help. But he manipulated the system so much to where he could continue to do the stuff that he was doing. And his father, his father was one of them that helped him continue to do the stuff that he was doing. I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to you, Miko. I, I mean, Chris. I don't, I don't think that they're necessarily glorifying him. I, I mean, I, I've seen where some millennials are, don't get me wrong, or, and, and not just millennials, but people in general. But I think we as a society have always been fascinated with serial killers. It's nothing new. I mean, you have multiple documentaries about all kinds of serial killers out there. And I'm usually the first one in line to watch them because I'm definitely fascinated with, you know, serial killers and what their mental state is and how a person could actually be that way. You know, what makes a person that way? Because hell, if I ever want to run into a serial killer, I want to know what the signs are. I want to know, like, okay, am I in danger? You know what I'm saying? So I think we as a society have always been fascinated with it. But this series for me was definitely hard to watch. I, I, I admit I could not make it 
past the first episode. Um, and that's unusual for me, but I think it did put your, it did put you in the state of, okay, this could happen to you. You could run into this motherfucker on the street and, you know, think you, you know, going on a date or whatever. And, um, they could turn around and, and kill your ass just like that and well, eat you or whatever. Well, you, you got, know? you got to, you, you got to <laughs> stop. You, you, Crystal, you got to stop trying to talk to them dudes that only like your feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to, hey, to kind of piggyback off what Crystal said, um, the one of the one of the reasons, I, number one, I don't think anybody's glorifying Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't think anybody's glorifying. No, there, there's there's there's, there's Twitter have, posts of people put, putting posts out there. To, I wish I would have put, put them up here, but people talking about well, they feel sorry for him. I, I, but well, I, 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 I see your point. You got people that marry serial killers, and I mean yeah. they're they're in jail for the rest of their lives, and they're sending marriage proposals. Yeah. True, I mean true. you got some sick, twisted people it's out there. Fascination with them, right. it definitely is. But cool. but what I'm saying is is that you have to study these people so that when you have a child that's young like. Jeffrey Dahmer was in this series and he starts exhibiting signs and stuff you know what to look for if you don't know what to look for you don't know what the hell you're looking at and then you end up with a John Wayne Gacy or you end up with a Ted Bundy or you end up with a Jeffrey Dahmer so if we don't know what we're looking for we have to study these people so that we can try to figure out that's why they were saying about his brain Mm -hmm. they're looking for certain things and certain traits um you know like with autism I told you his father his father is is I, I it starts with his father. I, I, and now, granted, his mother has had some issues, right? His, his mother had some uh, his some addiction issues. Fucking crazy. Yeah, his uh, some addiction issues or whatever. And you know the, what bothered me was the mother went to one of the victims' uh, door in the, in the series and asked for forgiveness to see if the victim's family could speak on Jeffrey's character in a positive light, so that way he would get off easy. I, you know, when I looked at when I saw that episode, I said, "This is well, privilege. This is privilege. Folks, this, is, this is privilege. This is the privilege that people are talking about that still happening today." Nah, it's just it's yeah. white folks, man. Like a black person would have never walked up. You would have walked up on my door after your 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 son just got done killing my son. I'd have put I'd have put you in the grave with your mm-hmm. son where he's at it. I mean, I, I think that that goes beyond race. I think that some people are going to stick up for their kids no matter what. A hell if I am one of them though. If I yeah, we, if I ever what, have a serial killer kid, no, that that's that, that was that clearly a white person mind. move, Crystal. That was clearly a white person race. move. I think it, and it, is, why, it starts at race. Well, yeah, I think that was clearly a white person move. You want to know the reason why? Because if that had been a black person that walked up on the doorstep there, they would have locked her ass up for witness yeah. tape. Ah. Immediately. I mean, the the I'm talking about the fact that the mother had the nerve to do that. I don't think that's race. The consequences, I agree with you. I think that, um, yeah, that that has a lot to do with white privilege. So I'm clarifying myself there. Well, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to figure out well, the action itself. That's what Rob is talking about. The action. I'm talking about the action of a mother and their child. I think that there are a lot of mothers out there and that, that has nothing to do with race that will stick up for their kids no matter what. I disagree with that. I, I disagree with that. I do. Yeah, because I that, is, that is, that is clear, blatant race issue. That, that I guess like, like Candy Brown just said, no black mother would have asked that. I, I, I agree. I, I, 
They would. They. And if she had it, and, and if a black mother had walked up on that doorstep, the cops would have been at their house the next day for witness tampering. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. I've seen that's, it done a hundred times. That's that's, that's, it, that's it, why. That's why in the hood, when you got somebody that's going to testify, you just roll up on them and blow them away, and then they roll away because that's how they do in the hood. They kill witnesses in the in the, in the hood. Yeah. And so you know, and that's the reason why. Because as soon as you go and knock on the door, it's witness tampering. If you were white, you could get away with that shit. I mean, I not that I'm condoning anything. I'm just saying what I've yeah. seen. Well, like, well, 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 another another point. The judge. Right. The first time uh, Jeffrey is uh, arrested for sexual assault on the uh, on the what is it, Loethian, uh boy, uh, the older boy, uh, the judge pretty much knocks down his sentence to all, all of nothing. Right. Work release for a yeah, year. I'm going to give you a second chance. Yeah, Remember that? A second chance. Yeah. Like, bro, like how you don't see like this man sexually assaulted a young boy. The judge is pretty much doesn't want to hear anything that they that the family has to say because he can't understand them what he's what he said on the on the show. They're just I, immigrants. Yeah, it's just a lot of this has to do with race, and I think people in the in the nineties said the same thing. You know, they're like this man targeted black homosexuals. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think, agree that, with I don't that. think that he targeted just black homosexuals because there was a lot of his victims were not black. Like his very yeah, first victim that. wasn't black. True, and but I'm, I'm talking first, about when he moved into. His very first victim was not a homosexual. Either. I'm talking about when he moved into so, when he moved into the apartment building, that that low building. income yeah, apartment I mean, building. He would eat anybody he could get. <laughs> that laugh right there has uh, serious uh, signs. That's how to look. But he's not the only serial killer um, that is fascinated with eating people. Um, there was another one, and I don't think he was publicized. I watched a documentary um, about this guy online who was, like, soliciting people who wanted to commit suicide and pretty much saying, I'll assist you, and then he would eat them. It, it was It's crazy. I watched that shit. That was crazy. I mean, you got Egg Guy. I mean, I know like a pretty long list of like serial killers just because my daughter was in psychology at Penn State for a while. And she asked me some questions about some sort of some sort of uh, what is that damn thing called? It's like a prism or a personality disorders or something. And what, uh, a, what a mental ones? hospital? Mental ward? No, no, it was something she, she was studying something in psychology and she was asking me questions about what do you think that these serial killers have in common or something like that. Come on, you got like Ed Gein, which is Ed Gain or Gein was uh, the dude that they based the Texas Chainsaw Massacre off of. Um, you know, it's just Ted Bundy and then John Wayne Gacy and all these other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, you have to study these people in order to find out. Like we had to study autism in order to find out you know, if your kid doesn't respond to their name, if they're more fascinated with the box that the toy came in and the toy itself, um, you know, well, that's most kids, but yeah. <laughs> that's definitely my kids. <laughs> <laughs> definitely that. But I mean, we have to study these things in order to find yeah. out. Mm. Well, so what was the underlying theme with, I mean, if you could put it in like a sentence, what was the underlying theme that they found that existed amongst, uh, what were the commonalities with these serial killers? Disassociate, disassociation. Yeah. Um, the one thing uh, about a lot of serial killers is that they feel detached from society. 
Um, and, and then, of course, that detachment manifests itself in, itself in different ways where they might have, like in John Wayne Gacy's, in John Wayne Gacy's, uh, he killed like 33 or something people, but they think he might have killed upwards of 100, and he never admitted to them. But um, they think that his personality was egomania. Um, he was a he was sociopathic, not sociopathic, psychopathic, which means that no, it was sociopathic, which means that the societal norms don't apply to you, that you are greater, like a narcissism, socio, soci, sociopathic type of tendency. Where 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 Jeffrey Dahmer's thing was. Jeffrey Dahmer was disassociated, but then he was also, um, he had uh, uh, delusions of, uh, remember when he made that board game in the series, Ron? Yeah. And he would call it the infinity hole when you got sucked into the yeah. hole. Yeah. When you got, every yeah. time he killed somebody, he would throw something up in the air like, uh, like uh, what's the name on court side what's a, with the baby powder, mm. you know, and then stare up at the stars. Like these guys have like this type of, um, you know, I don't I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but they have these personality disorders that that lead them down these paths. Um, what was that dude's name? Um, Sam, the summer of Sam, where the dude would oh, believe the dog was talking to him and telling him to kill people with the 357 okay. Madden in New York City. Um, uh, Sam, <laughs> Sam something. I remember that. I remember something that was a son of Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Like the these guys, they have these. The vortex. The vortex. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Appreciate that, Candy. It's yep. just scary. It's yeah. scary out here. Like, it's just scary. We're small cars. You know what I mean? You get sucked into the small car. You're pressed up against the dashboard. You know, two blocks <laughs> feels know. like 20 miles. You never know who you're going to run into out there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Serial feet lickers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all trying to figure out where I'm going with the feet thing. So, Crystal has come on the show plenty of times talking about dudes that have been infatuated with her feet. Come one, come all. Don't know how to do it. All right, yo, uh, Rob, Rob's rant is coming up. Do you got a rant today? A lot of serial killers are Virgos and, but uh, Virgos and Pisces. And I, I am a quiz essential Pisces. That's scary. Oh my God. Sagittarius and Gemini. All my exes. Hold on, Rob, you're a Pisces, bro. Yeah, okay. So, Elijah, me, Elijah, what did Elijah my say? Mom, Elijah say, me and my factor. mom and grandma were all born on the same day. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. same day that Julius Caesar got killed. Mm. Oh, you know, um, <laughs> the, the, the weird thing about what Rob just said is if you watch the series. Jeffrey Dahmer uh, said that he wanted to be executed at the same time of certain events. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah, it is a problem. It is a problem. Candy men, men, men and feet and, and crystals infatuation with men that love her feet. Uh, look, <laughs> Rob's ranks coming up, man. We'll be right back. <laughs> What up, everybody? All right, so my rant today is more or less off the top of my dome because I was running late today and I didn't have an opportunity to really write everything down. But I want to talk about this war in Ukraine real quick. Vladimir Putin over the, over the last two weeks has released three, at least three statements talking about the use of nuclear weapons. Now, 
I don't know about you guys, but I believe uh, I've heard through various uh, a what is it, Associated Press and the BBC talking about this is the closest that we've come to a nuclear war since the Bay of Pigs in the 1960s. Um, now, if you're not concerned, which I'm not concerned, uh, I mean, there's nothing I can do about, you know, being nuked, and I'm sure there's nothing you can do about it either. But I just kind of find it a little odd that this administration is sending billions and billions and billions of dollars over to Ukraine. And Vladimir Putin has made it absolutely clear that uh, he is on the verge of releasing tactical nuclear weapons on behalf of Russia, which means that NATO and therefore basically NATO is the United States is going to get sucked into a damn war that we have absolutely nothing to do with. But at the same time, we have a southern state that just got hit by a hurricane and we're having trouble getting money and funding down there to them people. But we're sending billions of dollars over to the Ukraine. Yeah, I'm, I'm just if you don't if you really don't see anything wrong with this. Where where we're sending, I, I don't know, it's something like 60-something billion dollars, and we just passed another bill through the House, and it's in the Senate right now, to send another $16 billion to the Ukraine. But meanwhile, we've got a southern city, a, a southern state in Florida that's been virtually wiped off the map with over 70-something deaths of American citizens. There's something wrong with that. Why is it that, why is it that our administration is so hell-bent on sending I mean, inflation, the, the jobless rate, the, the, the I mean, it's just everything that's going on here in this country. It's almost like, fuck the United States and the citizens. I'm more concerned about what's, you know, antagonizing the shit out of Russia and now China when they say we're actively going to get involved in Taiwan. And yes, uh, uh, Joe Biden has said that we're actively going to put troops on the ground and planes in the air and boats in the sea if China comes across that strait and attacks Taiwan. What? You know what? This harkens back to the days when our leaders, when failing economy and failing uh, domestic policy was the very first thing that our leaders, regardless of whether they were Democrat or Republican, what did they do? The very first thing that they would do is look or seek to get us involved in a fucking war. Okay, except this one is a war that we might not win. And it's one that we're all going to feel. And our future generations, there might not be any. You guys got to start dropping a hammer on these people in November, regardless of whether or not it's Democrat or Republican. You need to do what's right for your family. You need to do what's right for this country. And you need to start thinking about domestic production. You need to think about domestic and you need to start thinking about our future as a human race, because right now it's in jeopardy. That's all I got to say. Well, that's a that's powerful points that you made. And I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I said, you know, hey, uh, you, you know, the the United States, our stance is that, you know, when when we find that we have foreign interests, right, we're going to get involved no matter what. And and that's pretty much what's happening here. It was going to happen under any president. Right. Uh, now, I did read the other day that Ukraine is applying to be a part of NATO now. Right. I did see that uh, Vladimir Putin has uh, pulled back troops. Um, from a specific um, area within Ukraine. Um, and I, I had a conversation with somebody and Rob, you know, uh, Rob and Miko, you know, we all either military or former military. And I think we can kind of see the, the writing on the wall here. Right. Uh, one, you know, he's threatening to use nuclear weapons and all of a sudden you do a, a massive pullback for for what? You know, uh, the writing's on the wall. Something's going to something big is going down soon. 
Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's a matter of, like Rob said, like how much do we uh, give interest or pay attention to what's going on here in the States? Prime example, student loan forgiveness, right? All that money going over to Ukraine, $16 billion. That's what you said, Rob, right? $16 bill. That's mm-hmm. not including what has already been sent, right? Exactly. And so how can people say we can't tackle homelessness or poverty, veteran poverty, uh, 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 student loan issues? How can we not tackle these issues talking about funding when you want to send over $20, $30 billion to the Ukraine? Mm-hmm. It's, it's troubling to me. We got people over here that are, the, are starving because of this inflation. Literally yeah. starving. People are sitting there trying to with their families at the dinner table saying, hey, look, you three eat. Mom and I, we're going to, you know, find something else to do because we just can't we can't afford to pay for for meals for this week because we got mortgage or rent due this week. You know, mm-hmm. or we can't pay for mm-hmm. to pay for the car loan because we got to pay for the mortgage. Or we got to pay for food. That's the kind of stuff that we can't, you know, was it last week we were talking about America's past times behind us, best times are behind us. You start right. start looking at stuff yeah. like this. And now, you know, are we really the superpower of the West? Are we really the superpower of the world? And the question that that's question has been coming up a lot lately. And I will have to sit here and, and think about that and say, you know, we, we got, we're, we're exhibiting some factors that other countries are exhibiting before their downfall. Mm. Mm. Venezuela is one of them Think about it Venezuela Mm -hmm. used to be a very very uh, 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 Prominent Yeah very oil rich Everything and now they're It's it's in turmoil And and Rob's going to hate me when I say this but You know these past Four or five years it's really been going Downhill and I'm not blaming Any administration on that I'm just blaming the fact that some people just don't get with the times and understand the writing on the wall. So I'm going to leave that there and let y'all chime in. Crystal and Miko. I mean, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I think something is going to happen. Um, I think we do need to take a look at our um, foreign strategy and and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, When we have so many issues here at home um there's there should be no reason if we have all that money that our economy is in the shape that it's in now no freaking reason you know and i i just you know it is hard to understand it's hard for me to understand like how you could let people here starve at home you know and send you know, all this money over to Ukraine to buy weapons and stuff. That's hard for me to understand. So I agree with you. I think that um, something definitely needs to be done. And I think people need to definitely vote. And I'm not saying vote Republican or Democrat or anything else. I'm saying that people need to vote for the type of future that they want to have and the direction this country is going in ain't it. So. Well, I, I, I will say this. And before I go to you, Biko, I will say this. Rob's got one point that, 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 that he, he, well, there's one point that I want to make that I think Rob's going to agree with. When we have Republican administrations in office, it seems like a lot of attention is given to the United States. If you go back to uh, Trump, if you go back to Bush, uh, 
uh, both Bushes. Uh, a lot of attention has been given to how the United States is impacted as a whole. Um, and, and, and people are going to hate me for saying that and knowing that I'm a Democrat. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> you got to tell the, you got to put the facts out there that Republicans have generally cared about what goes on on at the homeland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, you can't say that really with Bush. I mean, we were in a look at the wars that we were in there. Well, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that, that that's okay. So, so when we're talking about the Iraq war, right. And the Iraq war that Bush led us into under false information. Now, granted, I, 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 I don't blame Bush for all of that. Right. I believe, I blame a lot of people who had their own self-interest within his cabinet, who manipulated a lot of information in order for him to make a final decision. And, and, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, you're going to have that. And Rob, I don't know if you agree with that, but I don't, I don't put a hundred percent of the blame on Bush for, for going into Iraq. If you, if you look at the, no. if you look at everything that he was given, I think anybody would have made the same, same decision. I'm not I, I kind of agree. Either. I kind of agree with you. Um, I will say this. I think that under G dub, um, Somebody knocked down the towers. They killed a bunch of people. They killed a bunch of people in the Pentagon. They killed a bunch of people in a field in, in Pennsylvania. At that point in time, the United States was united. There was no Democrat. There was no Republican. The only thing that we wanted was blood. That's what we wanted. We wanted to fuck somebody up for what they did to us. And it just so happens that people in his administration or in his, in his cabinet manipulated the information, like you said, and gave us a, a targeting package that we went after under false pretenses. So, you know, with us being bloodthirsty and, and wanting to murder some damn body, you know, and you having this entire country behind you, 310 million people that wanted somebody's head on a pike and then turn around and you got these clowns in the administration that fucked it all up. And then, you know, G-Dub making the decision to go after somebody. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think that sometimes we ruminate over these occurrences because it's something that's going to continue to happen, right? But it's kind of like what you said about Iran, um, Rob. It's like, we know this is inevitable. It's going to continue to occur. So either we just enjoy discussing it or we're looking for a solution or we don't know if there's going to be a change. But we know that right before November, something insane is going to occur and the United States is going to do something that one part of the world or the Democrats or the Republicans are going to agree with another part not going to agree with. I think it's a strategy. And I often wonder, like, I just feel like it's every two years, or every four years, something like this is happening. So, so I mean, political, I believe, political clout. Politically, yeah. And, and it's honestly like, it's two things. Okay. We know. Um, well, one thing I wanted to say, quick, quick pivot. Um, we never even discussed how Biden was asking for that. <laughs> never mind The dead lady in the audience. Anyway, but it's like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just like, Dang, and, and, and the way they and the way they try to spin that, I I I, I couldn't yeah. get with that. I couldn't get with that. I, you saw that? Yes. I was like, you talking about he met? Okay. Anyway, That's, so now I'm like, dementia. They all they all do it though. All the politicians. It doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican. They're all pieces of shit. Yeah, it's all it's the same agenda, just for your party. Though. Yep. Yeah. Same agenda. Just and, it's, and and Amika, to touch on what you were talking about with Iran. Ahmadinejad, who was the president of Iran not too long ago, mm-hmm. if you go back and you take a look at how, who he was, he was a hipster back in the day. 
Oh, he yeah. started out on college campuses just like Stalin did. Take a look at Stalin. He was a, a hipster on a college campus, wanted up becoming a president of uh, Russia or, or the Soviet Union and murdered how many of his own damn citizens. Ahmadinejad was the biggest piece of shit that Iran ever put up there. You know what I mean? But he started out with the movements and, the, you know, we're going to do this and we're, you know, burn the flag and do this. And, this. and he, he spun everybody up, got elected as president and turned out to be a piece of shit. I mean, it just like you were saying a minute ago, it's the same cycle over and over and over again. And what we're trying to do is with the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff to go back a second ago, we need to identify this shit so that we could put a stop to it. And like I was saying, we're always every time we get into a domestic snafu, the very first thing our leadership wants to do is race out and start a fucking war. And what I'm saying is, is that we need to stop this shit. We need to identify it. We need we need to identify that we have a problem, identify where the symptoms and, and, and yep, yep. all the problems are. Yep. Go out and then stop that shit. Put a, a port, a course of action, or a plan together. Stop that shit, and then and then figure out how we can prevent it from happening again. Yep. All right, y'all, y'all give it up for Rob's rant. Yeah, <laughs> Rob's rant was on one today. He was definitely on one. And I'm gonna tell you like this. What you say, Rob? Okay. All right. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> now we're gonna be on one another one. We're gonna be on another one. We got uh the say what moment of the week, man. Solar panel salesman. He's a he 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 was on another level. Yeah, man. So solar panels, y'all, y'all know people come knocking on your door left and right. I, that's why I got this no soliciting uh, sign up because um, I don't have to deal with this. But let's take a look at what this solar pa- set panel salesman had to say to. I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking water. Can you believe that? Mm. Right, we'll see what this is. Is that panel. a fucking scepter in your hand? That's the problem. Is that a magic wand in your <laughs> fucking hand? What do you got in your hand, man? Is that a magical? All right, all right, all right Harry Potter. You need to take it easy, man. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we man? Hocus pocus, which is by far the, 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 the they shouldn't have left the hocus pocus alone. That's another rant for another day. Uh, that shit was terrible. All right, let's hear what this solar panel salesman had to say. <laughs> Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Hey, sorry to bother you. I'm Fernando. I work at Peak Energy. We're a few doors down. We're in 1845. Okay. So we do solar around here. We're just coming around talking to neighbors. Uh, Sorry, dude. Neighbors. I apologize, man. (laughs) No, man, that wasn't even. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yes. Are you crazy? What? Oh, shit. what? Holy shit. Oh, snap. <laughs> Why do you see that again? Oh, my God. This is hilarious. That is crazy. <laughs> He said, We're just talking to niggers. I mean, neighbors. Oh, bruh. Oh, my God. What the hard are. 
That's why it's so embarrassing. It, that embarrassing. You just, look. He, and then he sat there. He stood there trying to try to correct himself, try to make it right. No, nah, bro. It's not even like. Just just walk off, bro. Just walk off. So just walk off. As soon as you, as soon as that came out your mouth, you should have just. You know what? Fuck it. Uh-huh. Yo. I'd have just bust out laughing at his fucking face. <laughs> I'd be like, continue. I need a discount now. Where's my fucking discount? No, seventy-five percent off. Seventy-five free, free. Put them up there for free now. Put them up there for free. Duke Energy. Duke Energy. Y'all got some. Y'all got some explaining to do. Not explaining. Explaining. Y'all got some explaining to do. Yo, I am so happy that I am going to have a wonderful day today. Oh my god! I, I just don't understand how people just. Well, I'm gonna tell you how I, I, I understand it. I understand it. I understand it. Here's here's why I understand it. Because if you can, if you if you if it just comes out your mouth freely, just like that, that means you've been saying it. You've been saying yeah. it around I mean, your yeah. little circles, around your friends. We talked about this a, a while ago on the show, talking about how people are free and comfortable saying certain things like that around their little groups of people. He was uh, he was comfortable saying it, and he forgot in those five ten seconds. He forgot where he was at. That's all. Right, just got off the phone with his homies. Just got off the phone with his homies, right? Yeah, I'm about to go see these niggas, and then walk through the door. He didn't even give us the ah at the end. He gave us the hard er. Like, damn, damn, yo, that's crazy. I, 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 I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to follow up on this story to figure out what Duke Energy's course of action is or consequences. Are for this salesman because uh, that's unacceptable. So I am stunned. I am stunned right now. Like I am completely into. I can't move. Like it is. That is absolutely fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) He's like we're just walking around talking to Nick. It's not really funny, but it's it's It's, so unfucking believable. It it is unbelievable. And the fact that the fact of the matter is. I, I I don't know if I got if I caught all of the the portion when he walked off because he actually gets to the bottom of the stairs in in the video the extra long video and he kind of looks up like damn I fucked up. <laughs> Hello. Yes, hey, how you doing? Hey, sorry to bother you. I'm Fernando. I work at Peak Energy. We're a few doors down. We're in 1845. Okay. So we do solar around here. We're just coming around talking to niggers. Uh, Sorry, dude. Neighbors. I apologize, man. Oh. You had one job, Timothy. No, man, that wasn't even. You had one job, Timothy. Look at it. Look at the walk of shame. His name is Hernandez. Oh my so he God. might be like Spanish or something. Whatever your damn name matters. is, you had one job, bro. You, <laughs> he was yeah, that's a Freudian slip. Uh. That's a Freudian slip right there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straight what up. The recourses. Like, what, what was the recourse, you know? What are they gonna do? Mm. Days weasel. I don't know, Miko. What 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 would you have done in this situation? <laughs> I I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe punch them. Miko, like, you can't fight. Miko, you can't fight. You can't fight. I can fight. I can fight. Oh, you know what? I I, I you know what? I I think you can. Army strong. Army strong. I, I about to say. I, 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 you, Van the Holyfield over there. Shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, if anybody. Crystal be the one knocking on your door. <laughs> what? Well, Crystal, Crystal, Crystal be the one knocking on Miko's door talking about, excuse me, we've been trying to get you about your car's extended warranty. Don't play warning. me. Do not play me. You Chris know niggers don't know how to answer the phone. Don't fucking play me. I would never use that in my vocabulary. Chris, ever. Crystal would be like, you know what? We can make, you can make it up to me if you come in here and lick my feet. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to have a great day. Now I'm not going to. She said, mink, Now mink, you got mink. it. Mink, mink. <laughs> Don't put that back up there. Mink, mink, mink. <laughs> mink, mink, mink. Hey, yo. <laughs> Brian, I have not heard anybody say mink, mink. In a long time. Hey, yo. Yeah, you would have got them skippity paps. Mm-mm-mm. All right, man. Mm. Yo, mm. next week, man. Oh, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Like you're doing now And watch the show Live every Sunday Except for next Sunday We won't be here Because your boy Gonna be in London <laughs> I'm be in London I'm be, I'm be be doing One of the Trent's moves You know Just up and leaving Out of nowhere And you know All that good stuff So we won't be here next week We'll be here the week after so Make sure y'all follow Like and subscribe To the YouTube channel All that good stuff Man you know what I'm saying And um You might catch a glimpse Of uh Crystal's feet up On that joint uh, you know, no, for you all don't. you all you no, men you that, that 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 love that love the love the feet. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> I, yo, man, peace, love, and happiness. Shout out to my sisters and my uh, fraternity brothers of blue and white, five beta sigma, and zeta five, beta, blue five. We out. What do you say, Miko? Let's go, Commanders. Mm. Uh.